Welcome to another episode of That's a Wrap Podcast. That's a Wrap. That is the name of the podcast and also the name of my Mother's Day plans. <laughs> so no. uh, leave it to leave it to the Raptors to, uh, you know, make you rearrange your plans. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm I guess I'm a little bit bitter, but um I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who is bitter that we have to continue playing these annoying Sixers. Um, but yeah, who's who's with me on the pod? Let's let's try to work our way through this podcast here. <laughs> um, well, the one side of consistency with this series is we won a game one, which is not like us, but we made it to game seven, which is very like us. So at least <laughs> I, it's it's a Raptors series after all. Um, not quite. A burnout game like game four, but uh, or game three rather, but um, not great either. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll go into it. Uh, Jason, I, I think you're grasping at straws at this point. A little bit, a little bit, but I mean, I've come to a realization after being a Raptors fan for so long that you can't overreact. I know it's kind of in our DNA, but after that shellacking in game three, there was a lot of, we're done. We're dead already. But look at us now. I mean, we're going to game seven. We have earned the right to have game seven on our home court. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll talk about game seven a little bit later. Uh, There's a lot of history to it, but you know what? Let's, let's talk about this game. What happened? Yeah. Let's, let's get into this. Um, You know, as, as, as you guys, as you can tell from our voices, this is was not a victory for the Raptors. Um, the, the final score does not really indicate, um, you know, what what kind of a game this was. The final score was one twelve to one one for the Sixers. Uh, you know, a lot of things that um, you know didn't quite work in the Raptors' favor here. Um, you know, Ben Simmons finally going off, and that's going to be one of the th- talking points we're going to be discussing here uh, today. In fact, you know what? I, I wasn't planning on talking about him as one of my my win numbers, but I, I guess it. You really should start there because you know we've seen um, Jimmy Butler step up. We've seen the impact of Joel Embiid um, in various times of the series, but the fact that Ben Simmons stepped up was a really big um, uh, positive for the Sixers and something we still haven't seen. You know, after the first five games, I remember mm-hmm. telling a lot of people that um, you know I'm confident the Raptors will um, win this game because what else can the Sixers do? They haven't. They, they they've brought all the tricks out of their bag and this one was a new one um simmons finally being aggressive and driving to the lane and um having some success even again when Kawhi was guarding him so my first number is going to be uh, ben simmons going 21 8 and 6 mm-hmm. um you know these are the kinds of numbers that he's been putting up all season and finally it, it came through uh, today so that's the first one the second number i want to throw out there is 29 so 29 actually Let's extend that number out to 37. 37 is the point differential between the first couple minutes of this game and the ending of each of the three quarters. So the Raptors started, uh, sorry, Philly started the game up 13 to 5. They ended the first quarter 16 to 6. They ended the second quarter 9 to 2. And they ended the third quarter 18 to 6. That is. Not yeah. great. Yeah, that's pretty hard because I mean, most of the time it's it's all about how do we close quarters, and every single yeah. quarter we did not. Besides garbage time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, those 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 first two, I guess, numbers I've given to you guys, um, not so great. So I want to end off on a slightly positive um, number. Mm-hmm. 
and that is 100. Um, that is the percentage of teams in the NBA who have won Game 5 after a series was tied 2-2, who have won Game 5 by at least 23 points and gone on to win the series. The Raptors, of course, did win Game five after the series was tied 2-2 they won that one quite handily it was a 36 point victory so uh if if history will dictate anything it's that the raptors are guaranteed to win game seven so uh yeah over to you jay yeah well okay so i'm gonna stay i'm definitely gonna stick with the positive uh and it has to be you know game seven like you said it's um it's kind of destined to for this kind of storyline to end in game seven uh, with Philadelphia versus Toronto. And our next opponent would be Milwaukee. You think back in 2001 when uh, Vince Carter and AI went off, uh, their next opponent was going to be Milwaukee. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of in the tea leaves, don't you think? So there, uh, you know, wasn't really much uh, positives when it came to when it came to players. Marcus Saul didn't have a very good game. Kyle Lowry and you know Kawhi Leonard, honestly, he didn't really have a very good game either. Granted, it was Philly's you know game plan to double team, triple team him really hard, and I could I could say that if we made shots. It, this would have been a different game, but at the same time, it just felt like we didn't have it. it. The body language wasn't good. The turnovers weren't good. The communication wasn't really good. And a lot of the times when when the Raptors play like this, it's almost like I want to blame Nurse, but it wasn't him either. It, it was really just the players uh, felt like it was destined to go to seven. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, Kyle Lowry said pregame or at least uh, postgame after game six that or after game five that for game six, they have to go in like, you know, this is war and it seemed very one sided. But let's think about positive, right? Game seven is on, on our home court, historically done well on our home court. And we have to, like I said, it's de- it's destiny. We have to finish this storyline from 18 years ago. We knew we were going to be back at some point. Uh, maybe we can even think about where were you when Vince Carter missed that shot, and now where are we going to be? We're going to be. It's going to be Mother's Day, but where are we going to be when? Hopefully, Raptors finish off the 76ers. Is it going to be a buzzer beater? Is it going to be a blowout? Do we lose? Who knows? Regardless, we get another chance. We get a second chance at redemption. I want to. I can't wait to talk about this more, Dre. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hand it to you, but I can't wait to get your take on Game Seven. I'll go over some quick things that we can improve upon for Game Seven. Uh, I had a theme a couple of games ago: capitalization. This time, it's not about us. It's about them. And it's the Sixers' runs. As you were saying, Jay, the ending of each quarter, we were being blown out. That's because of runs. We didn't know how to stop them. We had, I think, one run ourselves that actually what threatened them in any way. Like, we were barely in the lead in the first quarter. And It was basically whenever Boban was on. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Brett Brown uh, fixed that pretty quickly and sat him down. See, I, I I know I know the NBA is listening to this podcast. I said bring on Boban last time. They listened. It was a trap. <laughs> Sally didn't fall for it. <laughs> I see your ploy, Dre. I see your ploy. Well done. 
Boban Marjanovic, he's still good, Brett Brown. Listen to me. He's still good. <laughs> Keep him on. Start him, actually. But no, actual tactical things, if the Raptors and Nick Nurse and company are listening, we got to stop their runs. So first off, offensive rebounds once again. I think this time we didn't even catch up to them because there's been a few instances where They've beaten us in offensive rebounds, and then we caught up later on. We didn't catch up to them this time. And you want to know why? A big reason why, point number two, Ben Simmons went off. In the same way that they misunderestimated our three-ball percent, Ben Simmons, I mean, how many of his points came from rebounds that he dunked? How many of them were alley-oops? How many of them were catches on the ground and he went back in how many were you know the euro step blowing past our people our defense in the paint and our offensive rebound just let us down especially when it came to just ben simmons alone never mind everybody else and that unfortunately didn't stop their runs so that's something that we've got to clean up we've got to clean up the offensive rebound which is point one but also just like the presence of the paint. I don't know what it is. They had a lot of steals off of us. They had they had us kind of tied up in a way that I haven't really seen us this series. Yes, we've had a worse game, but this time it almost felt like they were like defensive player of the yearing us instead of Gasol getting in their face, instead of Kawhi stripping the ball from them. It was almost as if the tables had turned and it was really weird. And this is what a Ben Simmons pro game looks like, where it gets a little bit strange and things open up a little bit too much and players go off because guess what? Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot. He's a point guard and he can't shoot. Yeah, that might be, that might be, but guess what? He's a, he's a different breed. And when he's good, that screws up an entire game because it, you can't make sense of a player like him. And, and it goes to show. Lastly, ball movement. We weren't really doing too many catch and, and shoots, but ball movement entirely slows down their game. It hmm. stops them from stripping the ball from us that quickly. It stops them from being in our face. And guess what? They weren't really doing airplanes this time around, but in case it wasn't obvious, Philly loves their fans. They're going crazy. They thrive off of that energy, whereas we're a little bit more textbook. Mm-hmm. We just we try to get things done, but you have to stop them from striving on that energy, and that's why I believe our home court will be a little bit easier because they won't have those people to dance with, to hype up like it's a wrestling match, like they're the heel. It's going to be a different animal, but we have to figure out in the same way that they figured out how to shut down our three ball after last game. If we need to shut down a, a hot Ben Simmons, how do we do that? Because like Gasol changes the game because there aren't a lot of players like him, so does a Ben Simmons. And we saw that with the amount of dominating plays that dude had, mostly as a result of cleaning up bad plays. That's what we got to do. We just got to tidy it up, but I think we'll do all right. Yeah, and, and I think it was kind of a just a game of runs, really. I feel like it was like a yeah. 10-0 run on Philly. It was an 8-0 run for Raptors and another 12-0 run for Philly. But the problem is, is that it wasn't our home court, like you said, Dre. Once uh, Philly gets on, a, like you know, a, an eight or run, 
Philly crowd's going to go crazy. Of course they are. And granted that, you know, they should. They should go crazy. But we can't just continue to change buckets or exchange buckets with them. It's not, that's not how it works. You have to play good defense and good offense together. You can't take one side off. If you're going to rely on your offense, you're not going to win. If you're going to rely on your defense, sure. But if you can make some buckets at the same time, right? So, yeah, like I'm hoping for game seven. I hope because of the familiarity, because of the crowd and because, you know, we're we're a better team. This is the first time we've seen Ben Ben Simmons go off and Kawhi did not have a good game. I don't feel like Kawhi has it in him to do a to have a second bad game. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of funny how 29 points, 12 rebounds, five dimes is is a bad game for for anyone mm, really yeah yeah it's true we're, we're, we're a bit stunned by what uh Kawhi has given us game in and game out throughout the series um you know we and i guess as a product of the last game when you know Kawhi's um dominance or or superhuman ability wasn't really required that the, because the other the the rest of the team had stepped up it just didn't happen today and and i i I don't think it's necessarily that that Philly figured out a way to stop us hitting our threes, which we did very well in the last game. It's been fairly consistent in every game in terms of the amount of open looks that we've had and whether or not they fall or not. So that that really has that tells me that there is just enough ball movement that we're getting those open looks. Um, they're just not falling. Um, in game five, those were falling, um, especially from Danny Green and, you know, to the tune of 16 threes. So um, I think that we are, we're doing the right things. It's just the the shots not falling. I'll be honest. The only concern I have heading into game seven is, is if Simmons has found new life. Um, This is not the same Simmons we saw in the, the first five games of the season. And, you know, I don't want to jinx things and look too far ahead, but I'll be honest, I, I, I have been. And the way Simmons played today and the way Nurse is going to adjust to him actually prepares us fairly well for the Bucks, because there's someone on the Bucks who doesn't shoot the ball very well, who is their main ball handler, their superstar. And he also doesn't have much of an outside shot, but he thrives on that space you give him because mm-hmm. the you, you want Giannis to shoot. You give him that space, but that just provides a runway for him to get to the basket. That gives him a, a head start. And that's what Simmons was doing all game long. So how Nurse adjusts to that, and he will, whether it's putting uh, sticking Kawhi on him, whether it is uh, doubling him or, or whatever he might come up with, uh, is also a a recipe on what to do in the next round. And again, I, I know I'm I'm overstepping my boundaries here and, and looking beyond when you know the the Raptors are technically one loss away from this possibly being Kawhi's last game. I'm only saying that to to to, to reverse jinx it. I don't actually Ooh. believe that. Yeah, pull but, pull up Paul Pierce, please pull up Paul Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, um, I I don't actually believe that. But what <laughs> I will say is this: uh, Charles um, Barkley. Because of this loss, because we are extending this to seven games, this also means that game one of the next round does not start until next Wednesday. And for the Bucks, that's an entire week of just sitting on your butt. And I guarantee you, um, if and when the Raptors beat the Sixers on Sunday, 
they will be facing a very rusty Buck squad, especially one that's going to be relying on a Malcolm Brogdon who has uh, just returned from injury. He'll definitely be rusty. Sorry, I'm I'm really stepping over here and looking beyond Game Seven. <laughs> no, I wish no, you'd but really that's just good. Focus on game seven. That's good because okay, so if I'm going to go back to Ben Simmons, how? How does he get his buckets? It's from transition. How he gets into those that momentum is from us missing and from him getting those rebounds. So what do we have to do? We have to make shots. If we don't make shots, we have to get offensive rebounds. If we don't get offensive rebounds, then pick him up at full court or if not half court so he doesn't go up uh, to to run full court. He reminds me a lot of John Wall. John Wall just kind of go from one end to another 94 feet and he's there in a split second. So, And who did we have to stop John Wall last year? His name was Pascal Siakam. And Siakam, I don't know about you guys, he looked pretty spry today. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, bring it on. And then the other thing is like, I'm actually not too concerned about the offensive rebounds. I'm fine with us dropping back and stopping any transition points. You know, if if we don't crash the boards, I can live with that if that means it prevents the Sixers from from running out. I mean, that's what Orlando was doing to stop our transition. That's what Philly have kind of tried to do to stop our transition game is, you know, maybe not, um, you know, go for those offensive boards and, and stop the transition. All right, before we finish this uh, episode off, Game 7, Philly, Toronto. We've seen this story before. We see our last star, our our Air Canada, a face-off between AI and their superstar. And it was in their home court. This time it's in ours. Do you feel different? Do you feel confident? Do you feel like this is uh, meant to happen? Do you think this is the NBA gods kind of, you know, shining to us and be like, this is your chance? You you don't don't screw it up, but this is your chance. I gave you a second chance. What do you what are you Can guys feeling? This? I've been waiting a while to say this in case I had to. Do it. It is different. Back then it was the answer. Now it's only the process. It's not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is a team that's still developing. And I say uh, once again for the billionth time, a broken record. I say this as a 76ers fan. This is a team that's still developing. They've got a few kinks to work out. I feel like they could win a chip in a couple of years. Maybe even next year. I don't know. But not right now. Not if they're blowing lead games as much as they have. I feel like with us, when we did, it was a bit of a different story. But I feel like we've bounced back in a bit of a different way. I feel like we could definitely do this. And instead of Vince Carter trying to take the last shot, we have Kawhi Leonard trying to do it. A guy who's actually won a championship. A guy who had to go to Game 7 during his championship year. His finals MVP year. Going up against... The one and only LeBron James in his prime in the heat is a very, very, very different outcome. And we have experience. We have veteran outlook. It's 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 a whole different ballgame. We are in a different position uh, stat wise, se- season wise, everything. I think I think we'll be OK. Uh, and the good news is, uh, as you said, the Bucks have been sitting so long. We've got um couch potato Koopa over there who might have been sitting for too long and once we say hi to him uh which i believe we will i think we we will uh this might be a blessing the bucks might not be ready because they uh they haven't really been challenged yet this entire series or playoffs rather so differences we have we've had to adapt we've had to figure it out we will figure it out in toronto home court i think we'll be okay we're not scrambling and grasping at straws. 
We've blown them up before. This is entirely possible. And I think we will do it. I think I'm, I'm I'm actually glad that you said blown out um, because I actually don't think this will come down to like a last second shot. Like, like yeah. the, uh, the Vince Carter miss from 2001. Um, he, and and you actually touched upon this, Dre. We do have a more experienced squad, and that will absolutely come in handy in Game Seven. Um, the the experience that we've got, the the veteran leadership we have, that's what wins you Game Sevens. And we 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 have that leaps and bounds over what the Sixers have. Um, so what I'm predicting actually is that this. While it may not be a blowout, I do think it will not be close. I'm predicting something close to a double-digit victory, um, one in which you know Philly will get extra desperate in the final, in the fourth quarter, or trying to make a comeback, and they just won't have the answers. Whether it's uh, our defense stepping up or whether it is um, offensively, they're just not hitting their shots. Um, I, I really do like our chances on Sunday. And um, yeah, I think I think it'll be a, a, a victory on on Sunday. I I, I I don't know how else to say it. I just think that we've got the better team overall, and there's no way we're we're, we're losing on Sunday. I'm gonna put it in one word or one way. Vince Carter is still playing. AI is not. How take that <laughs> however you will, but I feel like we're gonna pull this one off for sure. Well, that's because Vince Carter liked to practice hey like to go to practice <laughs> you're 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 on it today dre you're <laughs> this is what happens when you're a 76ers fan you 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 know all the references there you, it is. That they're all in the back of your mind i love ai but the dude didn't practice and i you know <laughs> yeah. he ended up doing a, a, a an american tour like he was like i don't know sticks of the rolling stones or something he went from denver <laughs> he went to like detroit and i was like anyway so it's not about ai it's, it's not uh, yeah it's, it's not, not about baseball. it's not about vince or ai it's about it's about <laughs> 2019 toronto raptors and philadelphia 76ers so game seven no sweeter words except for raptors win but until then i'll see you at game seven that's a wrap let's hit that liberty bell <laughs>